This is a CNA podcast. Doors are closing. Hello everyone and welcome back to Work It, CNA's podcast on career and work matters. My name is Adrian. Hi there, it's Crispina here. Okay, so this week we have someone different. She's Mandy Neo, who is a technical service advisor at Moto Advantage. It is a company that specializes in repairing and maintaining luxury vehicles. Think Volvo, Jaguar, Mercedes, and so on. Okay, basically, cars I have not owned. <laughs> Mandy takes many of the unconventional boxes as far as career goes. Mm-hmm. So the most obvious thing is she's a woman who knows her way around around the engine of a car which reminded me of the first time my car broke down and because I know nothing about cars I did the next best thing which was to open the bonnet and stay angrily at the <laughs> engine unfortunately nothing happened the car continued to break down so we are looking forward to hearing from her how she took this path and what were some of the challenges along the way welcome Mandy thanks for having me here Perhaps you can start us off by giving a little bit about your personal history. So I understand after your O-levels, okay, you decided, yes. okay, I'm going to go into cars. When you told your family that you yes. wanted to go into fixing cars, Correct. your mom was not happy, right? My mom's actually, there's so many courses out there, like uh, hairdressers, uh, beautician. Yeah. Why not you apply that? But as for me, I would prefer something that which is hands-on. I find that eh, how cars actually move. So I think that, oh, okay, why not? And go into this line. Mm. So what is it about cars that drew this fascination? Because there are a lot of things you can do with your hands. It can be machinery yes. work. It can be a lot of other stuff. I still prefer something that like vehicle. I'm interested like how the brakes works, engine works. I prefer more onto that technical Side, uh, of side of it. Mm, the physics mm. aspect of it actually fascinates Correct, you. Yes. But you see, it's a very unusual thing for girls to be interested in that. Was there any other yeah. girls uh, in your cohort who did the same thing as you? There are not many. Majority of the ladies, they don't actually work for long in motor industry, mm. in this motor trade. Because facing customer, you'll get your hand dirty. I don't think many ladies, they want to do that. But yes. any of your female classmates, they are still in this same line right now? Majority, they actually switch to another line. So you're the last woman standing. Okay, but let's talk about the environment and the work itself. I drive and I have one mechanic my entire life and I trust oh. him with everything. Okay. So, <laughs> he's quite expensive, but the thing is, when I go to the workshop, I can see that it's a very typical male environment. Yes, yes. Do you know any female mechanics, Adrian? I don't remember at all. Every time I go to the workshop and yeah. you know all the workshops congregate together. Correct. At the you industrial don't really estate, see right? any ladies there at all. Yeah. So, and the guys, are, they have a typical kind of, they're a little bit abeng, they smoke, they have tattoos, they speak a certain way. So paint a picture. The first time when you're a young girl out of IT course, have the same skills more or less as the other guys. Actually, when I started, I have opportunity to be a service advisor. Mm. And the first time when I step out as a service advisor, mm. I have no confidence at all. To face a customer, usually it's a man. Yeah, you got yes. to attend to them. They look at you and you're such a young girl. Hey, do you have a technical background? <laughs> 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 this, and then it's like, can you get attention for me? Oh, 
Hey, at first it's like you know um, I, it's a Xiaomi right? yeah. <laughs> the Xiaomi syndrome yeah exactly you are a Xiaomi me get me somebody I should trust yes correct at the point of time I don't really wanted to step out to attend to them but slowly oh. against my confidence mm. some customers they are very nice they give me chances slowly I have confidence so I started why not I'm a technician too they not even try me. How do you know that I can't? Yeah. I gain my confidence, so I speak to them this way. Mm. Then after all, they like my service, you see. Mm. And, uh, yeah, in, uh, so it's the, it's a challenge of getting people to even give you the chance in the yes, first correct. place. Until they give me a chance, then I feel like, oh, okay, I learn how do I handle customer. Mm. It takes me a while. We do have like a customer satisfaction. Yep. During that time, my customer satisfaction is also very, very bad and it's also uh, quite low. I see. Mm. And then slowly, I see what is wrong with me. Yeah. I work hard. I understand what customer needs. Slowly, right. I learn. Two, three years is the top for a few years. Ah, ah. after two to three okay. years. is correct. Mm. So externally, of course, there will be some stereotype on the kind of uh, individual that should be servicing their car. But what about internally? I would imagine that it's probably a bit more trying within an internal environment where most of your fellow technician, fellow mechanics would all be guys. Surely your any... boss is also a guy. Yeah. Yes, correct. And, and during the earlier years, were there a bit of sexism, bias? Were there a time where you thought, okay, I think this is a bit too hard? And what kept you going? <laughs> It's my passion that I like cars. I still continue. Sometimes I talk the way of the technician, the way they talk. So oh, you have yeah, to talk like have, them. You have to be a bit rough, talk like them. Mm. Like exactly the way they talk. At least we can click. And then mm. uh, certain things we need to talk to them nicely. This, right, uh, right. But how long do you think it took you before you kind of felt like, okay, I think now people take me seriously? It takes more than five years. Wow. Wow. Yes. And for your fellow male colleagues, how long do you think it will take them to... I would say maybe one, two years. So it's just, it's just purely our idea that a technician who's opening the hood of the car or going under the... Has to be a guy because it's a has macho be guy, thing. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and in your case, because you have to really do a bit more to drive those confidence, you have to go above and beyond, la, like take pictures yes. and but all that. But she also had to yes. do it for so long. Right? Yeah, that means you really had a lot of passion for this job. Yes. All in all, I have been in this motor industry for 25 years. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but at any point, did someone tell you, maybe your husband, boyfriend or best friend, give up, la, this is taking too long? Not really. They usually encourage me, my fellow friends and all this. They encourage me what I like. They Even though now my parents are... They're very proud. They're proud. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that's such a valuable lesson for young people, right? It's quite tough, actually, in this line for a woman, it's quite tough, yeah. Yeah, but what would you say is the toughest thing, in your view? Is it just what people think of you, or actually the job itself is not easy? The job is not easy, first of all. I think you need a lot of strength, and then the toughest side is that majority things that, like the ladies, they they are not in this line. And you tell them that, oh, I'm last time used to be a technician. They're like, oh, wow, really? They're like, mm. you technician? Yes, <laughs> they don't believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you also think because the cars that you have been familiar with are all the luxury car, mm. which I would imagine will come mm. from very different target audience, lah? Would, yes, would those target audience also perhaps in their interaction with you might be a bit too hasty, too judgy, or just too impatient in dealing with you? Yeah, quite okay, I would say. I've been in this line for many years. Yeah, They do have customer that they know you because it's in 25 years in this line. So they know you, so they trust you. 
they will tell their friend to look for you and all this. Ah. So after so many years, you have your own customer. They will look for you wherever you go to. Your skill is not something everybody can have. It's not easy, right? Yeah, <laughs> you need a lot of strength. For servicing-wise, at that point of time, I do servicing job like oil filter change mm. and also the aircon mm. and the brake system. So repair all the uh, brakes, la, your air corner and the basic servicing stuff. From there, I pick up some knowledge. Yeah, mm, yeah. So it's easier for me to explain to a customer what is the servicing timeline. You have to do it and then it's easier for me to understand and explain to the customer. Because you understand the entire value yes, chain. Yes, the entire value, yes. But that takes time uh, and a lot of patience on your part. Did you feel that you had very good bosses? Along uh, the way. Yes, yes. You know, this electrical vehicle that is coming in yes, in Singapore, EVs. EVs yeah. I also do take out this course from ITE. Mm. So in Singapore, we need to have this course before we start. Right, so, before you start working on correct. an EV car. The thing is that when I go for ITE, we need to do some technical training too. Sure. So we need to trace wiring and all this because it's electrical vehicle. Mm-hmm. So if you don't pass this, you can't get the certificate. Mm. Right. I think I'm also the first of few ladies to pick up this course. Wow. wow. <laughs> Congratulations. I wanted to ask you, recently, right, the government has been trying to get this message that as a nation, we really need to adopt like a wider definition of success. You see, the typical Singaporean idea of success is that you must have a degree, you must work in an office, you must have a certain pay, that kind of thing. But The pandemic has shown us that the people with technical skills were actually very, very valuable. Like we can do without a crypto trader, but I don't think we can do without a car service person. Yes, you need a a car to run around. (laughs) Do you think that not enough people feel that technical skills are valued? Not many Singaporeans, they wanted to work in this line. Mm. There is not enough people, especially in this car line. Not many people want to get their hands dirty. Why is that? Is that because they think it's too hard or because they just think that it's... Or they just have delicate hands, cannot get hands dirty. <laughs> uh, first of all, it's quite a tough job. Every day you are sweating and then mm-hmm. your hands get hurt, your hands get cut. I find that Singaporeans nowadays, they'll prefer those office jobs with aircon. Mm. Skill is really very important. We always employ from overseas, like Malaysian yes, uh, yes, kind yeah. of like mm. technician to come to Singapore to work. Yeah. And to be honest, I noticed that as a technician in Singapore, right, 80 to 90% is not Singaporean. They don't choose this line. Mm. Mm. So it's not just a matter of perception. As more people are educated, they also want yes. a different type of life. You have three sons, right? Yes, three sons. So if they told you they want to be in the field that you choose, even though, for example, they could be a teacher or a lawyer or whatever, what would your response be? I will just let them choose what they want to be. It's their interest. And actually, the most important is you have to enjoy working yes. with what you like, what is your interest in. <laughs> That's why I continue for 25 years. I think because her entire career is built on doing something she's passionate about. Yes. So I think that informs you as a parent as well, right? Yes, that's right. I totally agree. I do think that the moment you enjoy what you do, it doesn't feel like as if you're working. Hey everyone, my name's Stephen Chia, and I'm host of CNA's weekly news podcast, Heart of the Matter. Now each week, my job is to ask questions you have, like why is the COE so high? Why aren't singles dating? Or what is going on with the red-hot property market in Singapore? 
If you want the views behind the news, then tune in each week as we get to the heart of the matter. We are on the CNA and Me Listen apps and wherever you get your podcasts. Hit follow or subscribe so you don't miss an episode when it drops. Being in this line for so many years, what do you personally see as most rewarding, most satisfying? Essentially, you can answer customer questions, like in terms of claims-wise, insurance claim mm. and uh, technicals, like both of them, I can answer them, you know, 80%. Right. So mm. that's actually my satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Mm. And given the experience that you have right now, if you have to turn back time and give advice to the 20-year-old Mandy who might be interested to look into this field, what kind of advice would you give her to pursue a career like yours, which is, of course, surrounded mostly by men who may not see them as equal partners? Passion is very important. Mm. If really interested with certain cause that you prefer, and then just go for it. <laughs> and I think surround yourself with people who will encourage you, yeah, not pull you down. That's you. also yeah, important. Me. They, they support me. Okay. Be confident. Uh, then what you prefer, what you like, just go for it. Uh, and then don't give up. Uh, be confident is most important. <laughs> yeah. I think the persistency is very important, right? Because yeah. you have to really slog it through over five years. And for many people, I think first year, second year, tap out already. Yeah, that would be me. (laughs) Second year (laughs) tempo already. Yeah, I think the resilience part is quite important. But I guess in your case, it was also driven by the fact that you really liked it. So Yes, yes, I like this job. Honestly, I mean, having spoken with so many employees, right, I think 90% of them is like, ah, I hate my job. Ah, (laughs) Monday again. Very few people actually emphasize that they really enjoy their job. I really like facing customers and talk to them, Mm. advise them and then they sit down there and then sometimes they have coffee, right? You can go over there and just chit-chat with them. Yeah. I prefer to do that. It's so they're more than customers more right than now. Customer, some, yes. some could probably even be friends already. Yeah. They're actually my friends now. <laughs> Last yes. question. Okay. Uh, what is one common car owner issues that they could easily troubleshoot but then they usually bring it in for servicing? Usually four or five years, right? Your cooling system may have some issue, your emission light will turn on mm. and of course, some other warning sign. Let's say you encounter some engine light, right? A lot of owners, they do not know that orange symbol, you still can drive. Red symbol, you need to tow back. Some owner might not know. So they will just like, I call you, hey, what happened? So can I still drive? They will ask you. This is actually uh, a standard orange symbol you can still... It's you like know. amber in a traffic yeah, light. Yes, ah, correct. Okay. Amber car, you can, you can still use it, you still can drive. But you turn red, Ah, you have to tow back. Stop. <laughs> yes, yeah, stop. Stop whatever you're doing. Yes, correct. <laughs> Quickly mm. go to the workshop. And then some is just a reminder for servicing. Some cooling system, you have to understand if your aircon started to feel not cold and then your fan is going to feel very soon. Mm. There's a warning sign. Don't panic. Usually, we advise customers that open up the bonnet to see the radiator tank or whether the coolant start to drop to lowest. If to totally empty, there's something that you also need to tow back because oh we want advice to even know continue to drive. Tank. <laughs> How to open the bonnet? <laughs> cooling system is something that pressure, you can be 100 to 150. Mm. So mm. you will start to leak out. And you continue to drive, you may need to do overhaul. Mm. Awesome. Thank mm. you so much. I've learned so much. And for listeners who <laughs> also just like us cannot comprehend most of it, please look for Mandy when you have to service your car. <laughs> and before we go, what's your favourite car and why? Uh, actually... My favourite cars is, of course, I cannot afford, like Volvo, mm. because they got autopilot. You don't have to park. 
You just press a button, they'll park for you. Oh, oh my god, nice. I need so this magic. car. Okay, yes. but I don't have the money. You're no, right. Now. It's not cheap. Yeah, in Singapore, COE itself is quite high, and then plus the car itself, you need to purchase is well, quite a lot. Mm. If you're you know, in the market to buy a car, Mandy says Volvo is a good car. <laughs> <laughs> Other brands also is okay. For my car, when my wife drives, got autopilot. I'm the autopilot. <laughs> She'll get out there and go in and park for her. <laughs> that does not count, Adrian. I really do want to thank Mandy for coming on our show. She's been such a breath of fresh air. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you will notice that we speak to captains of industry, HR folks, etc. And so Mandy's very unusual as our guest and I'm really glad that we had her on. I generally don't focus on women in the workplace only because I have worked for some very, very strong women. They are smart. They do as well as men. But I can understand where Mandy is coming from, right? Because in her industry, it's completely different from any experience I could have gone through. We cannot discount the fact that women have unique struggles that we men don't. We've talked about how women carry a much heavier caregiving role at home. More women step away from careers than men and to thrive and push through in an industry where you're not even seen or taken seriously, that is quite an accomplishment. I hope you've enjoyed this chat and please do send this episode along to anyone you think may benefit from it. The CNA podcast team comprises Jacqueline Chan, Joanne Chan, Tiffany Ang, Saya Wynn and me, Crispina Robert. And I'm Adrian, signing off. 